We're coming to you live from our apartment in San Francisco the Saturday before the Super Bowl, which has us really, really excited to talk about one of our absolute favorite topics, sports. You're more excited than I am. (laughs) Well, that might be a first then, honey. (laughs) Um... It's no secret that we're both really big sports fans. Uh, we like to play. We like to watch. Um, and so my, my question, honey, as we think about our discussion today is, how would you say sports have brought us closer together? Oh, this is an easy one. <laughs> um, our very first date, I asked you the make it or break it question, um, Real Madrid or Barcelona? And thankfully, she said Real Madrid. If she would have said Barcelona, I would have probably walked out. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, that's fine. It would just bring a little bit more spice, you know, around the time of the El Clasico. But I'll tell you guys this, and you can bet on it. Our kids are going to be Real Madrid. <laughs> um I do love Real Madrid, honey. It goes all the way back to being in college. I lived in Madrid for a semester. Uh, Beckham was still there at the time. Um, I love the team and spent my senior year writing a whole paper about my love for Real Madrid. So, I don't know. Match made in heaven. (laughs) (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) Um, Okay, Real Madrid's definitely brought us together. Um, Would you say that sports have ever pushed us apart? I wouldn't necessarily say pushed us apart, but it definitely, um, it was an eye-opening experience for you, I would say. (laughs) I warned you, though. I was very passionate about my teams and, you know, being from Boston, you kind of, that's ingrained in your system. So wait, honey, are you referring to last year's Super Bowl? Yes, honey. That's exactly what I was referring to. I know it was a little bit shocking, Okay, shocking uh, might be an understatement. Like, I was so excited to watch this game with you. We both had our Tom Brady jerseys on. Um, And then I felt like I wasn't watching the game with you because I was in the living room watching, and you were in the hallway on your knees praying in Portuguese (laughs) for pretty much the entire game. Um, I honestly, I I loved your passion, but I was um, pretty afraid of it last year. You you were warned, to be fair. You know, I told you that I might have these times when things aren't going my way that I am going to have to leave and go pray. I'm pretty sure the Patriots were in the lead the whole time. It might have been by, like, three points the whole time. It was time. 13 to 10, the final score. You cannot blame me, okay? I cannot go through another heartbreak. And I know whoever is listening right now is like, oh, my God, we hate this girl. She's a Patriots fan. It's okay. I get it, you know? But I am from Boston, so there's nothing I can do. <laughs> well, I have to say I'm excited for tomorrow's Super Bowl because, um, I mean, I'm kind of excited because the Patriots aren't in it. So I'm excited to see what you're like, honey, on a more, um, I guess, neutral game and where I might be the bigger fan this time around. <laughs> well, which is crazy to me because you were born in Massachusetts. <laughs> so I'm sitting over here like, okay, what is this all about, right? But anyway, she convinced me I'm rooting for the 49ers, you know, we're here, we're together, we hope they win. So, okay, I think, I mean, honey, I think you just touched on kind of the crux of this discussion, um, which is we have pretty different views or philosophies on sports fandom. Um, 
I'm a little more loose with the teams I like. I tend to add teams over time based on where I've lived and how I feel. And you are diehard, loyal to the teams that you love. And so I think for the rest of this discussion, let's talk about teams that we love, teams that we don't like so much, um, some of our favorite sports experiences or memories, and then let's end today's episode with predictions for Super Bowl 54 tomorrow. Yeah, just to touch up on your point, yeah, I think you know now, you know, we've been together, we're engaged, that I am a loyal person, and that once I make that commitment, that's it, you know, like, you're not going to get me to flip-flop my team like my brother, he went from Palmeiras to, I mean, Flamengo to Palmeiras, who knows, just, you know, it's a sin, it's a sin in Brazil, it's a (laughs) sin anywhere, it's a sin in Boston, so, you know, I just, I just can't. All right, let's take a break for a moment and come back with teams we love and teams we hate. Let's talk about teams and players we love and those that we don't like so much. Who do you got? Obviously, you know, I love my soccer. So there's Corinthians there uh, from Brazil, São Paulo. There's obviously Real Madrid and the Patriots. And also, I would have to say that my passion extends, you know, for both the USA uh, men's and women's national team and also the Brazilian men's and women's national team. And my players that are near and dear to my heart, as well as you know, you know, Tom Brady. Yeah. um, I would marry Tom Brady if I wasn't engaged to you. You know, (laughs) if he was ever interested, I doubt it. Um, Give me a call. Um, greatest of all time, and also Cristiano Ronaldo. What about you? Well, can I ask you one question, honey, that I don't know the answer to? Why do you like Real Madrid? Like, how did you become a Real Madrid fan? Well, this was when Ronaldo, the phenom, Ronaldo number nine, you know, the bald guy from Brazil, the World Cups, you know? So that's where my love, that's where my love started, so with the Brazilian, he went to Real Madrid, Correct. and then I'm assuming a few years later, the Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, was on a the couple team? of years later. Yeah, oh, okay, a, a, a little bit, like a, a decade. Bit okay, ahead. yeah, <laughs> a couple of good years. Um, and can I can I share something with the audience? So she loves Real Madrid so much that uh, she wakes up at 5 a.m. on Saturday scoots out of bed, doesn't wake me up, and goes to the living room and watches Real Madrid at 5 a.m. Um, and the best part is, is when the game's over, I wake up and you've made me coffee at 7 a.m. So that's really nice of you. It's a perfect relationship. You know, I got to wake up and support the team. I love sports. If you guys didn't know, here's our topic. Um, okay, teams I love? Correct. All right, teams that I love. I love so many teams and they're... That's the problem, guys. <laughs> They're very much a reflection of where I've lived um, and what I admire. So I love the New England Patriots. I, as Renata mentioned, was born in Massachusetts, and in third grade, all I wanted for Christmas was a Drew Bledsoe jersey and Queen's Greatest Hit CD. So that's sort of my love for the Patriots. But then we moved to South Florida, and I fell in love with the Miami Dolphins, and Dan Marino was the guy at the time. It looks like you're going to say something, honey. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> well, that's already two NFL teams. No, but keep going. Okay, I have two more. Um, okay, so I also follow the Washington Redskins because I spent four great years out of college in D.C., and it was the time of RG3, and it was supposed to be a new era, um, which did not materialize. And then I moved out to San Francisco and uh, root for the 49ers. Super excited that they're in the Super Bowl tomorrow. Got my George Kittle jersey on. Um, so, yeah, I like a lot of teams. And that is just the NFL. <laughs> I also like Panthers and Capitals for hockey. Again, Florida, D.C., uh, San Francisco Giants, Washington Nationals, Miami Marlins for baseball. Don't care much for any NBA teams, but as far as basketball goes, love Duke basketball. Support my alma mater. I think they have a game in like an hour, so we have to wrap this up soon. Um, And then I love college football in general. I love the University of Miami. When we moved um, in fourth grade, all I wanted for Christmas that year was University of Miami boxers and pencils and pads of paper. Um, So became a big Hurricanes fan. (laughs) Um, Wait, there's more. Uh, I also like the U.S. Women's National Team. We'll talk about one of my favorite experiences. Um, And lastly, in terms of international soccer, I do love Real Madrid. And mine started, as I shared, with with Beckham, but also with Iker Casillas, who's a goalkeeper. I play goalkeeper. I uh, really looked up to him, thought he was great, and also very handsome. Wow. Were you guys able to keep up? (laughs) I lost her halfway through. So here's my favorite part. Here's where my list gets long. Completely completely different from her, right? Because I love to love my teams, but I also love to hate these other teams. And that's what makes sports great. You know, I dislike with a passion Palmeiras. I dislike Barcelona. Obviously, the Giants. And let me just say this, okay? Don't get me wrong. All the messy Enzos out there... Messi is so boring. He might be a genius in the field, but do you guys even know what that guy's voice sounds like? Because I've never heard his voice. I've never heard him talk. Have you ever heard him give an interview? Guy's like an amoeba. I don't know. Anyway, also LeBron James, not a fan. Um, And I can't say I like Germany. That famous 7-1, it will never be forgotten, Germany. We're coming for you. For those who don't know, what are you referring to? The World Cup in 2014. Oof. That was yeah. on home soil. That was in Brazil. That's the famous 7-1. Oof, that's rough. What about you? Let's see your, your, your short list. So I don't really hate that many teams. Um, I can't say I like Barcelona, but that's, that's more I don't like the region of Barcelona. You know, I lived in Madrid. I didn't like Catalonia. Um, and then the Jets... I don't like them. Um, Growing up, we got to go to one football game every once in a while with my dad's company, and it was usually against the Jets. And in the fourth quarter, they would wheel in a cake that said J-E-T-S, suck, suck, suck. Um, So I don't love the Jets either. But yeah, Yeah. that's it. Nobody loves the Jets. But like, (laughs) do you see what I'm saying? Do you see why we decided to go with the topic sports? Because, you know, this comes up Often, you know, I don't understand how she doesn't like how she loves all these teams or she doesn't like likes these teams, you know. But I guess that's oh, why we're here to talk about it. Do you think it's just I have a 
big heart that can receive more and more teams? No? When I met you, <laughs> your heart was the size of the Grinch. So, <laughs> so do you just have a big heart when it comes to sports? <laughs> I mean, guys, don't get me wrong. She has a great, huge heart right now. But, you know, it just... For sports, it's... And I feel like that's so the one thing where you... You really have to choose your team. There's no flip-flopping, you know? <laughs> Who's with me on this one, guys? Come on. All right, yeah. Let us know if you're Team Renata, you're Die Hard, or Team Kaylee. You'll pick and choose depending on, you know, whatever you feel. Who's playing better? I don't know. <laughs> the color of the uniform. Who knows? Um, okay, now you know teams that we love, teams that we hate. Why don't we take a few moments to share some of our favorite sports memories of all time? Okay, let's share some of our favorite sports memories. Oh, that's easy. Um, In 1994, as a kid, I got to witness Brazil and Italy in the final of the World Cup being played in the United States, and what a game it was. It went to a penalty shootout, and I remember Baggio from Italy just missing the penalty and just giving us the World Cup, and just the energy, the emotion that was flowing around me. It was, even as a kid, you can totally understand and you feel it. So that's when my journey with sports really started, you know, and it continued on to the World Cup final in 1998. Again, the final Brazil versus France. We didn't get so lucky this time. Um, Brazil lost to France. Uh, Zidane was actually playing on that team. So that's where our hate of the French came in as well. Every time we play the French, it's always a huge deal. Um, and being Brazilian, I, I got very lucky, you know, 1994, 1999, and then again in 2002, being finalists in the World Cup. But in 2002, we beat Germany. So, you know, it was it was great seeing that as a kid you actually got to feel it and yeah that's where my love started was that their last world cup win though that was our last world cup win wow. yeah it's been a while wow. it's, okay we've been trying um but just you know the 2000s were a great year for women's soccer you know mm. the famous 1999 you know the brandy chastain um yeah i got to meet mia ham and julie foudy and Kristen, Kristen Lilly came to my high school, Marlboro High School. And that, that to me, you know, was the most important thing that happened in my life. Like, touching me a ham, you know. Like, I thought I was going <laughs> to die. So. Wow. So what year were you in high school? Was this after they had won that first World Cup? Yes, it was after they won the, the World Cup. Um, followed by that, by that. You know, I think my years in sports have been really good to me because it was 2002, you know, Brady replacing Bledsoe and having that historic year with the Raiders snowball, you know, and the, the, win, the Super Bowl wins over the Rams, followed by the, follow, followed by the Panthers and then, you know, the Eagles. I mean, what a couple of years, right, um, to only come around to Super Bowl 40. 46 to lose to the Giants a second time that that was 46 was our second time and that actually broke my heart I vowed to never watch a football game again 
and it was hard. It was hard. Um, if Kaylee could have seen me then, she would have been like, what the hell is wrong with this girl, right? But no, it was a huge heartbreak. I cried for days. I mean, the game was in the bag, and Wes Walker, Wes Walker, who makes all the catches, drops a ball that hits both of his hands while he's wide open. It was just, it was the biggest heart heartbreak. Um, but then again, you know, things got better. We beat... The Seattle Seahawks in beautiful fashion, you know. When they <laughs> didn't, Butler. they didn't run the ball. You know, they had um, what's the what's the running back's name? Oh my God, no. Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch, exactly. Yes. Um, why wouldn't you run the ball? I don't know, but we thank you. And you know, the next one for me and the last one is the famous um, New England versus Atlanta, the famous twenty-eight to three at halftime. So those are my moments. Those so, stick to me. Okay, I have to admit that I'm really, really impressed with your historical knowledge of these key moments in sports history. Um, for me, there's just a few experiences that really stand out. So first, Women's World Cup Final 2015 in Vancouver, USA versus Japan. And... For me, that was such an incredible experience because I went there with my brother, Joey, and my sister, Kara, and we had such a special weekend in Vancouver. Uh, It was beautiful weather, and there were American fans everywhere. It was 4th of July weekend, and so everyone was in USA gear wandering around uh, Canada, and then the game itself was incredible. Um, you know, within the first 15 minutes, we were up three, nothing, maybe within the first 15 minutes, we were up four, nothing with the hat trick by Carly Lloyd, but it was incredible to be with 80,000 fans in the super hot stadium. And for Carly Lloyd to just go on a tear and say like, I own this game. My voice was hoarse after the first 15 minutes. Like we could not believe what we were witnessing Um, It was such an inspiring game that when I came back from the World Cup, I got soccer fever. I started training again. I went to Florida. I trained with my high high school goalkeeper coach. Like, I was that obsessed. It was like 1999 all over again. Um, I also fell in love with Allie Krieger that summer and, you know, had her assign her jersey. And I only fell in love with her because she was number 11, which was my favorite number because of... Drew Bledsoe. (laughs) So she signed my jersey. I really, you know, followed her story. Um, So that game was was really impactful and one of my favorite memories. Yeah, Kaylee gets into when she, you know, sees something that she really likes, she really gets into it. I think that's going to be, you know, on a future podcast of how she, like, gets into it. Like, Shakira is going to be at the Super Bowl tomorrow, right? She's been listening to Shakira every day. I'm tired of hearing Shakira, guys. Don't get me wrong. I love Shakira, but come on. Or like Game of Thrones. Like, she'll get into it, and she just won't stop. (laughs) I love that about you. You're passionate. You say I'm passionate, I think you're passionate. Or obsessed. It's one of the two. So, yeah. Got really into soccer after that. Um, Other big moments. I mean, New England's comeback over the Falcons was just so insane, so impossible. Like everything had to go right. They had to get every break. And for James White, a St. Thomas Aquinas alumni, to have such an impactful game um, was really exciting. 
And I, I, um, I think more recently, I mean, my favorite memory together was going to the 49ers Minnesota Vikings playoff game a few weeks ago. It was beautiful, guys. It was beautiful weather, perfect seats. It was just, wow, what a great day for football. It was, yeah, we had never been to the new Levi Stadium, never gone to a 49ers game, but we thought, you know what, our local team's in it, Patriots were out at that point, let's go support, and I hadn't been to an NFL game in a while, and to to see the whole field, to hear, you know, you know, hear the sounds and feel the energy, um, I'm a little sad we won't be at the Super Bowl tomorrow, but it's on our bucket list of things that we want to do, um, but I had a really great day with you. But I love parades, and that's why I'm hoping they win. We get a parade if they win. <laughs> um, so those are just a couple of my, my favorite sports memories. Tomorrow is Super Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl 54, Kansas City Chiefs, and the sidearm-slinging Patrick Mahomes against the hometown San Francisco 49ers with three running backs. And really, the defense is their story. Um, So what are our plans? What are we doing? Well, I'm just going to say, if I hear somebody talk about Patrick Mahomes and his (laughs) sidearm slang one more time, I swear. As a Patriots fan, I cannot, I can't, yeah, no. Anyway, what are our plans? Okay, so quick story here, guys. Uh, The Super Bowl's against Seattle and um, the Falcons. I was actually in St. John's because me and my mom have, have this thing. We go every year. And we always go around that time. The Patriots were there. Um, So against the Seahawks, I was at the Marriott, and I was the only Patriots fan. And I just could not handle... I cannot handle the trash talk, okay? I cannot handle the trash talk without getting extremely mad and trash talking back and, like, offending somebody. Anyway, so I watched it in my room, right? Lots. Not even my mom was staying in the room with me. So then, oh, okay. So what, she and I have that in common. Yes, yes, yes. You can ask her. Um, but when he picked off that ball, I ran out of that room like a bat out of hell. And I was like, where are all the shit talkers now? Like, yeah. Oh, my I, gosh. Yeah, no. My hands are over my eyes <laughs> thinking of this. Oh, can God. You just, can you envision this? Oh, yeah, was... running down the Marriott like... I was just so angry at those fans. They were none. I like. I was there to watch the game quiet, but they would not leave me alone. So that's. I had to go to my room. So then, you know, I got my moment of glory. But when I got there, there was not a single soul by the pool. So I, you know, there was like this one kid with an old, old style brewski jersey, and we like drank champagne. So anyway, that was the first story. And then the second one again in St. John's, I'm at this Boston-based bar, and at halftime. I'm crying. My mom's like, okay, it's time to go back to the hotel. And we get in the taxi. And the taxi driver's making fun of me. And I'm like, listen, dude, don't talk to me. He's like, that's what the Patriots get. And I was like, just just drive me. Like, why do you have to talk to me? So anyway, things that I learned from these experiences as I got older, like when the game is that important to me, I like to watch it in the comfort of my home. And then after it, go celebrate it or whatever it may be or not celebrate it. But I prefer, you know, a safe environment just because I'm, I'm too passionate about it. Like I can't handle it. I can't handle it. <laughs> yeah. Fun okay. Story, but I mean, tomorrow you don't really have a dog in the fight. So what are we going to do? Um, I don't, 
But I think that, you know, we're going to stay at home. I want to make a couple of Super Bowl snacks. Um, we're not really drinking. Well, we're not drinking at all. So, you know, we don't want to go to a bar. And so we're going to stick around the house and watch it here. I think um, for me, I, I agree that you in a, a public place during a Patriots game sounds terrifying. Um, <laughs> for me... I like to control the audio. I like to mute commercials. I like to go to the bathroom and not wait yes. in line. So for those reasons, I hate going out for a game. Like, either you're at the game or you're in your house. That's what I like. Correct. I also love to mute Tony Romo. Tony Romo, if you ever hear this, <laughs> when you talk, I mute you, okay? <laughs> so you've... um. You've been thinking a lot about the menu for tomorrow. What will we be eating, honey? Well, since chubby girl over here gained a few pounds <laughs> in the past couple of months and we're engaged, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of on a diet. I hate when people say that, but you know what? That's, it is what it is. We're not drinking, kind of counting calories. Don't hate me for it. I have to do what I got to do, but we're going to have tacos on lettuce wraps and also we're going to have Parmesan chips, which is literally just Parmesan cheese that you put on a baking sheet and you bake it. They turn into crisps and um, also baked pepperoni, which they turn into crisps and you dip them in marinara. So this sounds like a pretty amazing diet where you can eat Parmesan chips and salami. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I know people hate when you talk to them about your diet. You know, I'm on the keto diet, you know. So you have to cut the carbs. If there's no carbs, then, you know, it's all right. So Okay, so we're, we're going to make mini Smokies, though, but some will be without bread. And then, oh, we didn't we don't have the crescent bread. roll. <laughs> no! Okay, I'm glad we're talking now, so I still have time to run out and get some crescent roll. I didn't buy the bread, guys. There's no carbs for me, so... All right, so some people watch the Super Bowl for the action, others for the halftime show, others for the commercials, others are on the other channel watching the Puppy Bowl. What are you most excited about for Super Bowl Sunday? Uh, I want to see, I should have said teams that I dislike, Kansas City Chiefs, <laughs> you know, don't like them, they're a threat to the Patriots, so you know what? Can't stand the constant patch. You know, a couple of weeks ago, it's like, Lamar Jackson is the MVP. He's the best ever. Da, 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 without a doubt. You turn on the game now, it's like, without a doubt, Patrick Mahomes is the MVP. So it's like, you know, people change their minds all the time. I'm tired of Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. I'm tired of the Chiefs. But you know what? Go Niners. And go defense. And Nick Bosa, that whole defensive go line. Bosa. Yeah. He's a beast. Shut down Mahomes. All right, well, for me, uh, this one's an easy one. As much as I will be watching the action and rooting for the 49ers, I'm so, so excited for the halftime show. J-Lo and Shakira. I don't really know why they're together because each is a superstar in their own right. So if I were, you know, Roger Goodell, I would have only booked Shakira. She's been around for like 25 years, has, you know, so many songs. So I'm curious how they're going to put these uh, two women together and what the show is going to be like tomorrow. I think that the Super Bowl doesn't really book anybody, just a solo artist by themselves, you know. Um, I can see why they brought J-Lo, you know. Can they make great music? I don't know. Stay tuned. We'll find out. Do you have a favorite halftime show from the past? Oh, yeah, of course. The Britney Spears one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, she looked... (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, Brittany and her like football pants. Oh, I was totally a Brittany girl, guys. <laughs> All right, I'm after this Brittany. episode, let's go watch that on YouTube because I it's not jogging anything for me. <laughs> All right, mine is absolutely Lady Gaga. Incredible. Like I was worried she was going to get political. I think it was a tense time, but no, she elevated it. Super Americana, pro football, loved it. She's amazing. Okay, the over-under on the game tomorrow is 54 points. Do you got the over or the under? I got the over all yeah, day. I'm the going piece. over, too. I mean, actually, I'll go under. If you're going over, I'll go under. It's up to you, but I think that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to put up at least 30 points. Yeah. I mean, I don't know with this defense. I mean, honestly, I don't know what's going to happen because I, I don't have all the faith in Garoppolo, but we have a great... We, the 49ers. I didn't mean to say we. Uh, uh. <laughs> um, they have a great running back system thing going, you know, three different running backs. So you never know who's going to get the ball, if they're going to run, if they're going to throw. So I don't know. I think there will be over 54. Yeah, I think so too, because even if the 49ers like hold them, even if they possess the ball with the running. Actually, I think everything I'm about to say makes me think it's going to be the under, because if the 49ers can hold the ball, run the ball, chew the clock, and then their defense goes out there and holds, like, just enough, um, it could be a formula for success. So I'm going to go under and definitely picking the 49ers to win tomorrow. And how many Super Bowls have gone over 40? You know, I don't know if... Mm. I don't yeah, know. we didn't do our research. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know if a lot of Super Bowls go over, go over 54, so... You know, you got to put up a lot of points and a lot of teams plays. I mean, look at last year, 10-13, you know? So here's here's one thing we were surprised about when we went to the 49ers game um, and we were sitting in the stadium is I don't think either of us realized or appreciated that the 49ers have won five Super Bowls. You know, they're right below the Patriots and tied with the Steelers for most Super Bowl wins. So if they were to win on par with the Patriots, pretty crazy. Right. Which I like, oh, I kind of don't want them to win. Oh, I see. You know, I want to keep the dynasty, our dynasty, you know, but I respect a good game. I also don't want the Chiefs to win. So, like, for me, it's hard. So hard that when we were there listening to the national anthem at the game, I started crying and Kaylee's like, what's wrong? And I was like, oh, I wish it was my team. So, you know what? It's hard for me. Made the best team win. I don't want either of them to win, but there's got to be a winner. So let's go on to the Super Bowl. Thank you so much, you guys, for listening to our very first podcast. If you'd like to interact with us, you can check us out on Instagram at Kaylee and Renata or also online at KayleeAndRenata.com. You've been listening to We're Engaged. Now what? Join us next week for our podcast on how we met and what's next in our lives. Oh, 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 oh,